Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. Sapo dono, shatala bala, patele brekete neka susa, pamprada natali andama. Father, thank you for a brand new day. Thank you, Lord, for this grace once again to come into the presence of the King of Kings, into the presence of the Lord of Lords. Lord, I come this morning to magnify your name, to magnify the name of the Maker of heaven and earth. I magnify you, Lord, because you are Jehovah, the great I am. I magnify you this morning because you are Yahweh, and there is none like you. Lord, we give you glory this morning. We give you glory this morning for the wonderful things that you do. For this privilege, Lord, to be able to bless you, to enter your presence, Lord, we give you glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, This morning, we worship you, Lord, for the gift of life. We worship you this morning for the gift of your mercies. We worship you this morning for the gift of your grace. Ah, Lord, be magnified forevermore. Lord, we have come. We have come to bless you. We have come to worship. We have come to adore you. We have come to lift up your name. We ask, Lord, in this time here in your presence, Lord, make us more and more like you. Let your name be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. All right. So let me say a big welcome to everyone joining into devotion this morning. I am Murphy Aye Nike sharing this time of devotion with you. We conclude the book of Ecclesiastes today. Okay. So we take three more chapters, chapters 10 to 12. Uh, three chapters today and conclude the book of Ecclesiastes. Okay, so it is. it has been interesting and it has been a good learning curve, personally anyway, it's been a good learning curve as we listen, listen to Solomon, try to find, try to, you know, reason out wisdom. Okay, so we we'll read chapters 10, 11 and 12 and see Solomon's final conclusion. Of course, Solomon will conclude back at the wisdom of God, okay? Having tried to use man's wisdom to reason out things, he concludes that, look, wisdom is to fear God. Yes, it is to fear God. So get your Bibles. Let's read together. Um, Ecclesiastes chapter 10. It says that as dead flies cause even a bottle of perfume to stink, So a little foolishness spoils great wisdom and honor. That makes sense, right? As dead flies cause even a bottle of perfume to stink. Just imagine that, okay? The bottle could be so much, um, and that's so much words, you know, wasted on just this tiny little fly, okay, that maybe falls into the bottle. Is saying that okay, that is how a little folly, okay, a little folly could be intentional. A good, a little folly could just be let's let's relax, let's just enjoy ourselves a little, okay. He says so. A little folly spoils great wisdom and honor, okay. You could literally tarnish, 
tarnish a lifetime, a lifetime of honor, a lifetime of reputation that you've built with just a little folly. Yes, that's what Solomon is saying. He says, a wise person chooses the right road, a fool takes the wrong one. A wise person chooses the right, the right road. You know, in my mind, it feels literally as if it's, uh, there is, you, you have a choice there. You have a choice to make. So Solomon is saying that a wise person will choose the right road. Okay? Sees the right and the wrong road, but chooses the right one. He says you can identify fools just by the way they walk down the street. Hmm. Now, this one is difficult. You can identify fools. You can identify the wise just by the way they walk by the way they walk down the street okay you can literally tell that this one is going to destroy themselves that this one will end well just by the way they are walking it says that verse 4 and this one used to <laughs> make me laugh very well it says that if your boss is angry at you don't quit if your boss is angry at you don't quit a quiet spirit can overcome even great mistakes Okay, so he's saying that even if your boss is angry at you because you made a mistake, he says don't quit. Hmm. So I have known people that act the slightest anything. Okay, they quit. And what they just eventually find out is that they are not able to build steam or build momentum. Okay, they're not able to build steam. They're not able to build momentum. So wisdom advice here that if your boss is angry at you okay it might even be your mistake don't be the one to quit okay don't be it says a quiet spirit can overcome even great mistake mistakes he said there is another evil i have seen under the sun kings and rulers make a grave mistake what is the mistake that they make he says when when they give great when they give great authority to foolish people and low positions to people of proven words okay so it should be the other way around you should give great authority to people of proven words okay and give the other low position to foolish people but he has he said he is saying that he has seen this grave mistake okay where kings and rulers give great authority to foolish people and then low positions to people of proven words it says when that happens seven it says i have even seen i have even seen servants riding horsebacks like princes and princes walking like servants okay so again he's saying that when you do things like that they turn everything on their head when princes are walking are walking on the ground okay are walking like servants and servants are riding on horseback like princes you know that there is going to be trouble since when you dig a well okay so it then applies different wisdom that when you dig when you dig a well you might fall in okay you might not you will fall in in other words uh, take precautions when you dig a well you might fall in when you demolish an old wall old wall not the new wall when you demolish an old wall you could be beaten by a snake okay so again not telling you not to demolish a wall or not to demolish an old wall 
okay so you an old wall you just need to take precautions with an old wall okay there could be something hiding in there okay so you take precautions it says when you walk in the quarry our stones might fall and crush you makes sense right so in other words you could use some of the wisdom that solomon is sharing here in improving okay safety in your workplace yes that's what solomon is actually just discussing how to in, you know improve and increase safety in the workplace when you walk in a quarry stones might fall and crush you so when you walk in a quarry then you are not <laughs> you're not afraid of water <laughs> or afraid of wood there's no wood there what you are afraid of is the injury that stone can cause okay so you take precautions against such it says when you chop when you chop wood there is danger with each stroke of your axe makes sense right yes so again take precautions so that there is safety remember that solomon is not suggesting that you should not do anything no he's not saying that you shouldn't cut wood because it is possible that you could be injured with every stroke of your axe that's not what he's saying he's just saying take precautions then says that using the dull axe requires great strength so sharpen the blade that's the value of wisdom it helps you succeed so uh, there is this great uh, uh, president of the united states is it george washington now who said that if you gave him if you gave him seven uh, seven hours to cut a tree that he would use the first four hours to sharpen to sharpen the axe and then the remaining three you know to cut down the tree okay i'm sure he got that wisdom from right here from ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 10 using a dull axe requires great strength okay apart from the fact that you get tired apart from the fact that you would waste your time and not be able to accomplish the tax in the time that you have been given okay you will also destroy the axe okay so he advised that sharpen the blade sharpen the blade of the of the, the blade of the axe first then you of course obviously you will cut faster okay you will cut faster so it makes sense to sharpen the blade first now this wisdom can be applied in 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 a vari- variety of ways it makes wisdom makes sense to sharpen the blade first not to start cutting the tree what most people would do is to start cutting the tree first and then discover that they are quite slow and be trying to figure out why are they that slow okay sharpen the blade and then you will you will see that you know you you just literally rush through cutting down the tree it says that that's the value of the value of wisdom it helps you succeed wisdom will help you to succeed in fact i am praying for you this morning you will succeed in the mighty name of jesus 11 says that if a snake bites before you charm it what's the use of being a snake charmer no use yes right <laughs> you could you could even die from the bite okay you want to be sure that your charming works on the snake before it bites you mm-hmm. so apply that wisdom to life if a snake bites before you charm it what's the use of being a snake charmer if you know uh, you are learning a particular trade you're learning a particular skill and you're not going to be able to use it what's the use of learning it then say wise words brings approval 
Did you hear that? Wise words bring approval. But fools are destroyed by their own by their own words. Okay? So learn wise, wise words. Be able to give wise counsel. They bring approval. I'm telling you, people are noticing that you're speaking like a wise person. At the same time, people are noticing that your advices are forever getting people into trouble. Hmm. 13 says that fools base their thoughts on foolish assumptions. Wow. Fools base their thoughts on foolish assumptions. So their conclusions will be wicked madness. <laughs> they chatter on and on. Fools base their thoughts on foolish assumptions. They say that assumption is the lowest form of knowledge, right? Yes, it is the lowest. It's the lowest you can sing to. Just assuming things. Now, why assumption could help okay, in postulating options? It is usually not the best. Okay? So while it gives you that some of the options you could take, you want to be sure that you are guided by knowledge. Okay? You are guided by practical applications of what you would do. You, I'm telling you, you will give better advices. It says no one really knows what is going to happen. No one can predict the future. Okay? So today, I think we can predict the future. We can even tell when rain will come, when rain will not come. We can predict a few things. It says fools are so exhaust, exhausted by a little work that they can't even find their their way home okay just a little walk and they can't find their way home is it was sorrow for the land ruled by a servant the land whose leaders feast in the morning okay so two two options here woe to the land or sorrow what sorrow to the land whose ruler is a servant and that's a mentality right if you're a servant you will raise you know, you will not raise leaders. You will not raise people who will be able to lead in the society. You will raise servants yourself. So even if you are a servant, you must not okay uh, be thinking like a servant. You must be able to think like a leader and raise your people to lead also. It says also that sorrow will come to the land whose leaders feast in the morning. Okay, Not that it's wrong to feast, but they are feasting at the wrong time. So here, I think that the wisdom is trying to communicate is that there is, a, there is the right time for everything. Okay? Yes, it told, told us in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 that there is a time for every purpose under heaven. There's a time to feast. Okay? So those who feast in the morning or will bring sorrow, sorrow to, sorrows to their, to, their, to their land. It says, happy is the land whose king is a noble leader and whose leaders feast at the proper time to gain strength for their work and not to get drunk. Okay? Makes sense. Since laziness leads to a sagging roof, idleness leads to a leaky house. I think someone should just frame this, okay? Just frame it and put it <laughs> in front. Somewhere you will see it every single morning. Laziness leads to a sagging roof hmm. idleness leads to a leaky house yes you continue to remain idle i'm telling you uh <laughs> you are going to cry in the rainy season yes it's not a cause of wisdom has told you already it says a party gives laughter wine gives happiness 
and money gives everything okay remember that he already concluded that money and wisdom is better okay he says that the excellence of wisdom is that it will it will save your life okay so it's not saying there are some things that money cannot do it says but a party gives laughter wine gives happiness and money gives everything says never make light of the king even in your thoughts and don't make fun of the powerful even in your own bedroom for a little bed might deliver your message and tell them what you said okay so very important don't um, peddle people's secrets all about don't go about gossiping about people um, a little bed could just tell them let's move on to chapter 11 now chapter 11 is quite interesting almost every single verse in chapter 11 is very interesting and it's really talking about the uncertainties of life it says one verse one send your grain across the sea and in time profits will flow back to you makes sense right solomon is saying that investor you invest at home but invest abroad also send your grain across the sea and in time profit will flow back to you makes awesome awesome strength so while you invest around you you invest in 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 things that are around you you also want to invest okay you also want to invest far away okay so that you can you can literally divide your risk Two says that uh, but divide your investment among many places for you do not know what risk might lie ahead so solomon is talking about investments here okay and he's saying that look it, when it comes to investments you must learn to spread your risk don't put all your eggs in one basket okay don't put all your eggs in one basket it says when clouds are heavy the rain the rains come down whether a tree falls north or south it stays where it falls again when the clouds are heavy the rain comes down so most times the reason why some people don't get rain they never get any blessings in their life is because their clouds are not heavy you know how clouds form right clouds form through precipitation of water as the water goes up over time it gathers when the clouds are full the water will come back down okay so uh, you are not investing yes you're not giving yourself you're not giving investment could be in terms of your money it could be your personal strength you're not investing yourself in what you should be doing okay so it says that when you have that where your clouds are not heavy rain will not come down it says whether a tree falls north or south in other words wherever you put your investment in okay if you don't read your book that is where you will find yourself you will fail hmm and then if you says if you north or south it says it stays where it falls okay that's where you'll find it whatever you put in is what you will find verse 4 says farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant if they watch every cloud they never harvest did you hear that so some people can't won't just do anything because they keep you know what if what if what if what if not <sighs> what if not what if this little idea you give then just explodes all over the world what if what if okay so don't be afraid okay if you watch 
for if you are waiting for perfect weather you will not do anything okay things will not always be perfect but you must be willing to take risks sometime but solomon already advised spread your risk he says if they watch every cloud they never they never harvest he says just as you cannot understand the path of the wind or the mystery of a tiny baby growing in its mother's womb says so you cannot understand the activity of god who does all these things okay so during solomon's times they could not literally it was a mystery how a, a baby grows in the mother's womb so today we know in fact it's possible for us to even put <laughs> to literally watch it okay how the baby is growing in the mother's womb so today we'll know but um it's it's reason okay you can reason it out and it makes sense right that just as you cannot understand the path of the wind okay so even today we can literally tell the path of the wind we can tell whether the wind is coming or whether it's going we can tell whether it's going to blow today is or it's going to blow tomorrow we can tell okay but in their time they could not and they could not tell our bones for example form in the womb they could not he says that so you cannot understand the activity of god simple it was difficult to understand it is as difficult like that to understand the activity of god so just give yourself submit to god i will say six says plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon for you don't know if profits will come from one activity or another or maybe both so in other words do the two plant your seeds and keep keep busy all afternoon keep working at it okay don't say oh i have invested one and then i should not do anything no keep working at it is this light is sweet verse 7 light is sweet how pleasant to see a new day dawn yeah the beginning of a new day tells you that new opportunities coming right yes new opportunities are coming so you can you can give yourself to to the new day so light is sweet okay and the light of knowledge is sweet it is how pleasant to see a new day a new day dawning it says that when people live to be very old and let them rejoice in every day of life okay when people live to be very old let them rejoice in every day of life but let them also remember there will be many dark days everything still to come is meaningless okay so there will be many many dark days and that's fine that's just fine because that's just who we are as 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 human beings we go through lives we 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 face challenges but that is awesome okay it says nine that young people it's young people it's wonderful to be young enjoy every minute of it do everything you want to do take it all in and i think that's just amazing right do everything you want to do you still have strength now you still have vigor now you have a chance to work hard now do it don't allow anything to stop you it says do everything you want to do take it all in but remember that you must give an account to god for everything you do awesome we will all give an account one day of everything that we are doing right here on this earth so remember that you will give account for everything says so so refuse to worry and keep your body keep your body healthy for uh, it says so refuse to worry and keep your body healthy but remember that youth with the old life before you is meaningless okay 
So that shouldn't stop you. The fact that he says it's meaningless should not stop you. All of us will give accounts however we choose it. Okay? So work hard at it. Give your best. Use your use your youth well. This is when you have strength. And he's going to talk about it again in chapter 12. Okay? He's going to talk about this is when you will have strength to work. So work hard now. And I'm praying for you. God will bless your hustle. God will bless the works of your hands in Jesus' name. All right, let's conclude this one. Chapter 12. Chapter 12 says that don't let the excitement of your youth cause you to forget your creator. Hmm? Don't allow, don't let the excitement of your youth cause you to forget your creator. Honor him in your youth before you grow old and say life is not pleasant anymore. Yes, honor the Lord now. Find him while you are still young. This is the best time to know God, to love the Lord, to learn about him at this especially yes now in your time the time of your youth it says remember him before the light of the sun moon and stars is dim to your old eyes and rain clouds continually darken your skies it says remember him before your legs the guards of your of your house start to tremble and before your shoulders the strong men stoop Remember him before your teeth, your few remaining servants stop grinding, and before your eyes, uh, the women looking through the windows see dimly. Okay, he's just describing as you grow older. He says, Remember him before the door to life's opportunity is closed and the sound of work fades. Now you rise at the first chirping of the birds. But then all their sounds will grow faint, okay, as you grow older. Remember him before you become fearful of falling and worry about danger in the streets. Before your hair turns white like an almond tree tree in bloom, and you drag along without energy like a dying grasshopper, and the, and the capaberry no longer inspires sexual desires. Remember him before you near the grave, your everlasting home, when the mourners the mourners will weep at your funeral is this yes remember your creator now while you are young before the silver cord of life snaps and the golden bowl is broken don't wait until the water jar is smashed at the spring and the pulley is broken at the well for then the dust will return to the earth and the spirit will return to god will give it Okay, so Solomon shares a marvelous, a marvelous wisdom here. He says that, look, eventually we will all need to give accounts to God. Okay, but he's saying that, look, you need to remember God in your youth. Remember God when you are young and use your strength in this time to serve God. Remember him before you grow old. Remember that you will give account, account to him. He says, remember your creator. So I'm going to say to someone as we will end today, remember your creator, okay? You did not create yourself. We did not create ourselves. One day we will need to to give account. One day we will return to the dust of the earth. Our bodies literally returns to the, to the dust of the earth because that's what it, it was made from. But we are made in the image of God. We are spirits. Our spirit will return back to God and we will need to go and give account. Yes, it says in verse 8, everything is meaningless, says the teacher, completely meaningless. 
Keep this in mind, the teacher was considered wise and he taught the people everything he knew. He listened carefully to many proverbs, studying and classifying them. The teacher sought to find just the right words to express truths clearly. The words of the wise are like cattle prods, painful but helpful. Uh, their collected sayings are like uh, are like nail studded stick, uh, with which a shepherd drives the sh- the sheep. But my son, my child, actually twelve. But my child, let me give you some further advice. Be careful, for writing books is endless, and much study wears you out. Thirteen. He gives one of the most amazing advice. So this is. Solomon's conclusion of everything, haven't discussed everything, haven't tried to find wisdom, human wisdom, and you know, all of that. This is Solomon's conclusion 13. He says, That's the whole story. Here now is my final conclusion fear God and obey his commands. Fear God and obey his command, for this is everyone's duty. Did you hear that? It is your duty. It is my duty to reverence God. Fear Him. Not, no, I'm not talking about being afraid of God. I'm talking about reverence. Reverence God. Fear God. It is your duty. It is my duty. Since God will judge us for everything we do, including every secret thing, whether good or bad, God will judge. Okay? So, I say to someone, fear God this morning. I'm saying to someone this morning, remember, yes, remember your your creator. Remember him before the silver cord <laughs> is snapped, before the golden bow is broken. Remember him. Remember him before the water, the water jar is smashed. So many documentaries, many movies have been made with have been made with <laughs> with verse six. Okay, you know, and Solomon was just being creative. Essentially, what he is saying is remember your creator. So my charge this morning is remember the Lord. Remember your creator. You will need to give account someday. You will need to give account one day. One of the things that will help you to remember him is to make up your mind from today to fear God, to reverence him, okay? To make him the one constant factor that does not change in all the decisions you make yes the one constant you know part of the equation of your life that does not change every other thing will change you will grow older okay um your children will come they will go they will need to leave home they will get married okay you will leave and in time you will pass on your wife will pass on you will pass on you know but remember that the one person remains constant it is god So remember him and fear him and the Lord will give you peace in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to pray this morning. Lord, put your fear in my heart. Yes, Lord, help me to remember you in every decision I make. Lift up your voice and pray this morning. Lord, help me to remember you in every decision I make, every choice I make. Lord, help me to remember that you are there. 
help me to remember that I will give accounts to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, help me to remember this morning. Will you lift up your voice and pray? Help me to remember you this morning. Lord, not to be removed by the times I'm living in. Lord, not to be moved, Lord, by the clicks and the likes and, and social media and everything that is in the world. Lord, help me, Lord, to fix my gaze on you. Lord, help me to fear you. Help me to fear you. Lord, take me deeper in my work with you. Help me to love you more and more in the mighty name of Jesus. Make that your prayer this morning. Father, we say thank you. Lord, I pray for everyone listening in this morning. Everyone making up their minds to love you, to fear you. I pray, Lord God, that they will not miss it. They will not miss you in the name of Jesus. Their work with you is stronger and stronger in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.